0: got a beard and it's looking something fierce Having beers with one peers, and talking rap careers Reflecting on the years, connecting on the tears Shipwrecked faith ain't always as appears I'm bringing you fresh music, I'm bringing fresh ideas I'm bringing you the dudes and the indie music beers Chilling at the shows and talking about the pain With people who learned how to face it and be sane Sipping on a brew, doing interviews No topics off the table, but we focus on breakthroughs So kick up your feet, we're gonna put it in check You're listening to bruise, Beards and Shipwrecks! one two of my checkstone bands royal ruckus on the scene just to one now we got the bruise we got the bits tasty and abuse for your ears to hear one two one two of my checkstone bands royal ruckus on the scene just to and now we got the bruise we got the bids
1: tasty and abuse for your ears to hear Welcome to this episode of Bruised Beards and Podcast. This is Jamie Bennett, also known as Chun Jay from Royal Ruckus, and I've got a special guest here today that I'm excited to introduce you to. I am here with Jason Traerweiler. Did I say that right? Yep.
2: I'm Sounds I'm terrible good. with last names. Sounds good.
1: All right. Um, I met this guy probably like 16, 17 years ago, 18 years ago. I hate to date myself, but if I do, I'd like some wine and cheese. <laughs> Some of you may know him as DJ Trey Quell. Once again, did I say that right?
2: <laughs> it's actually Trey Kell, but Dang I'll, it. I'll, 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 I'll resp- respond to both. Just fine. Trey Kell.
1: I should know that though. I mean, that was that was a long time ago though, and there is no U after the Q. Yeah,
2: it's it's. I can tell you the origin of the name. I've never shared it publicly. I've always shied oh. away from it. We have an exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. It's a Star Wars nerdy name. And this goes back to before Star Wars was popular again, Okay. when only the real, uh, the real true nerds will really understand what this was. And I'll just give a shout out to Cookbook and Uno Mas right now because <laughs> we connected very early on, many, many years ago, as uh, hip hop Star Wars nerds. Really? Um, I didn't know that about them. Yeah, they had a newsletter called The Sand People and so uh, we had an instant connection when I met them once upon a time. So anyways, the name, <laughs> Trey Kell. Uh, the Kell part is uh, from an old Star Wars comic book. There was ancient Jedi's okay. called Ulick and, and K. Kell Drama. And so um, some of the early you know, hip hop music that we put out, my name was actually Trey Kell Drama.
1: I think I've seen that somewhere.
2: Yeah, and so, uh, just in a very nerdy way, I just took on, you know, I just thought that was cool. And then, my nickname was already Trey, just from playing basketball in high school, getting three-pointers and whatnot, so there nice. you go, that's that's my uh, my so would nerddom that, exposed. Would that
1: have uh, appeared in some liner notes that I might have seen? Yes.
2: Okay. Yep, Yeah. Because yep. I
1: used to nerd out over that. I, like, yeah. I, that's one of the disappointments I have in where rap music is today, that there's like no liner notes. Yeah, yeah. And I always used to like open them up and be like, okay, who co-wrote it, who produced it, all that stuff. And that's gone for the most part. Yeah. Which is why like, for Summer of the Cicadas, I built a whole website for it. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about that is now like, I don't need to limit it to four panels, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep.
2: My first uh, liner note experience, I got to write it for an album we did on Syntax called uh, Art, The Art of Xanos with my group called Future Shock. Yeah, and uh, back in the days in, in hip hop, you read the liner notes, which I always read. Also, you know, from the old albums like Big Daddy Kane and Biz Markie yeah. and all the old school rappers. In their liner notes, they would thank all of the other rappers who were out at that time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. on the
2: liner notes for Art of Zenos, I wrote down every old school rapper I could think of <laughs> and thanked them. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs>
1: yeah. First time I was thanked um, was in Dirt's album.
2: Plague or plague. something? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And th- what was crazy was like, plague was already recorded before we met him, but they took so long to put it out. <laughs> we got things oh, yeah. in like an album that was like four years old. Nice. Um, but my other fun liner note story. Is, oh, and I, also, I think he misspelled ruckus. It was like R-U-C-U-S, which was. We always joked it was Royal Rucus. Yeah, yeah. And and actually on his second album, A War to Restore. Um, he named a song after us. No way. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it, and, the, the, and FaZe was on that. Do you remember FaZe, the guitar
2: player? He's Faze. a San
1: Diego dude. He was a rapper and a guitar player.
2: Oh, man. That sounds familiar. I haven't it's thought right. of that We don't in want to alienate yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> ever
1: heard of FaZe except like our friends. Um, that was mean. I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that as a diss. Sorry, FaZe. He actually wrote that song while hanging out with us in Bakersfield. We literally went down to the Berean Christian bookstore and he started writing down book titles. He wrote a verse and incorporated as many of those book titles in it as he could. Mm-hmm. And then here was the crazy thing, you gotta, actually I might play a clip of this. When he gets to the second verse, it's the exact same verse except backwards. Oh wow. And the way he wrote it, it works. <laughs> like it's cr- it's crazy. Nice, nice. Anyway. anyway uh, Dang. I'm going to have to edit this one a lot. <laughs> That's all my fault. Tell me, tell me, you mentioned your group of that you were in Future Shock. Tell me a little bit about uh, Future Shock, and how you guys came together, and what, what you guys did.
2: Yeah, so um, I'd probably start this story when I was in high school, long time ago. I had started um, writing rap lyrics just because i grew up with rap music you know almost since rap music started i'm not quite that old but i'm almost (laughs) that old (laughs) right so um so i never knew not to just write words that rhymes together um so anyways in high school though i'd start writing some raps and then i would say my senior year in high school is when i really uh kind of decided that i really wanted to start to follow god as best i could and, and stop you know partying and drinking and all that stuff i started writing christian raps all right. And then I got a friend of mine from church, kinda got him to start doing some rap with me and we started a rap crew called the Poetic Apostles. And that's hey, fresh. That's uh yeah, that was that's the prototypical perfect Christian rapper name, <laughs> rap group name. Anyways, so but at the same time I had been DJing, actually prior to that I started DJing. I started stealing records from my parents and scratching them. Ruining our turntables, try try to make the scratch sound. So I'd bought my probably
1: ruining the records a little bit too. Oh yeah, 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 totally.
2: Yeah, yeah, ruining everything. So yeah, I'd been a DJ first. Sorry about that. And then, uh, and then started writing raps. Always doing both of them, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, back to high school. So I, at this time, I really got you know my technique twelve hundreds, which were the kind of the standard turntable to get. Started turn, learning how to mix beats together or juggle beats. I guess that's what it's called now. And I didn't know that I was at a Bible study. I didn't know any other Christian rappers or anybody who was into rap. I live, I lived in and still live in Carlsbad, California. It's like a surfer town in North San Diego County. Nice. Not a not a hip hop mecca by any means. But a couple guys who you know I had known of in high school and never knew they were rappers, but we just went to a Bible study together or I met them at a Bible study and they uh they said they were starting to rap. And I'm like, oh well how about that? I'm a DJ and I rap as well. So these two people were their names are Ajax and Redbones, or his name yeah. is All Red, and they're brothers, and they came over to my house and I would just sit there and, and Play beats on the turntable, you know, I would take, I think our first one, if I remember right, was EPMD, You got to Chill. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I took the instrumental version, which wasn't totally instrumental, it had dubs on it. Yeah. So I would just spin the instrumental parts back and forth, you know, from record yeah. to record, and they would just rap. That's kind of how, uh, you know, we, we didn't start a crew at that point. Um, there was that summer though, where I went with my, I went to rap at a concert that came to town, uh, Freedom of Soul, SFC. It was a Christian rap show, like a Christian rap weekend. And there was an open mic at the end. And so I got up and did an acapella verse, and people really liked it. Nice. And uh, so this young 15-year-old kid came up and introduced himself to me, and he also had rapped, and and that is Sojourn of Future Shock. So that's how he and I met. And then... It's this nerd-like... (laughs)
1: <laughs> fan stuff for me like this is great yeah yeah You're, so so yeah if
2: I'm getting long winded you just edit out any part but uh, no man yeah so that's that's how we and then, and then so me having met Sojourn at the t- time his name was Triune and then uh, Ajax and Redbones um, you know we all just kind of got together then and, and they joined a group together because I still had my rap group which was me and two okay. other guys at this point yeah so um, oh and then Ajax and Redbones were their own rap group and then Sojourn <laughs> had his partner, whose name was Prophet C, they were their rap group. So we had three different rap groups and we would kind of do some local shows together. So, so you, f- guys,
1: you guys weren't a crew yet? No. You were just kind of chilling and then doing shows together? Yeah. Seeing each other on the scene?
2: I- exactly. But I got it. We, we were one big crew. We were like a family okay. though. Yeah, yeah, we were a family.
1: Like you considered yourself a crew or just like a, cr- a crew like you were bros or a crew like you considered yourself also an entity together?
2: also an entity together in a way yeah Yeah. not not by doing any recordings together or anything like that i mean this is before we had the means to do any recordings yeah so no we would like do shows together on purpose so it wasn't just that we were friends but we were just three distinct groups we were like a i think we would call like a family you know like a rap family you know kind of like that
1: no and that and Uh, that, that stuff got real hot for a while and i always dug that because usually when crews did that, they were, they each brought something unique to the table, but like there was enough similarity mm-hmm. that you knew what you'd get from from each. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like on a on a on a bigger, more mainstream level. You know, House of Pain, Cypress Hill, and Funk Dubious mm-hmm. were kind of all running around together. Yeah, and they had a similar vibe, but each crew had their own unique thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? so, yeah. Yep.
2: That's fresh. And You had DJ Muggs production between the three of them i think yeah he he
1: kind of united them a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
2: so um the first group of those three to kind of dissolve was was they were called up-to-date Profits, and that was sojourn or at the time triune his partner kind of i don't know why exactly they they didn't keep doing music together but uh sojourn joined uh ajax and red bones and that's that's when future shock started And then, um, so there was Future Shock and there was me and my group still called Poetic Apostles. Then that kind of dissolved away, but Future Shock didn't need another rapper. They had three rappers, three great rappers. And so, uh, but what they did need was a DJ. And so, uh, I also was equally a DJ as I was a rapper at the time. So I just kind of took that role and that's, uh, how, you know, the original version of Future Shock formed. Okay.
1: That's cool. Eventually you guys came to be part of a collective
2: yeah so um shortly after so we'd been you know future shock for a little while and then um we started to make connections we had met this guy named q i don't know his real name but uh you know, <laughs> he, he was down here in the oceanside area where we were living and uh he managed us for a little while just kind of helped us with some shows and stuff like that well he had an acquaintance he wanted to introduce us to and I believe his acquaintance, it was one of the Brainwash projects. I don't remember if his acquaintance was Soda or Pigeon. I don't remember, it was one of those two. Uh, So our guys, uh, Ajax, Redbones and Trace, I actually didn't go up there, but he introduced them to Pigeon John. Got together, met, you know, hit it off. Through Pigeon John, I guess there was a hip-hop show, a Christian hip-hop show going on up in Whittier at the hip-hop shop. That's where, um, you know, through connections through Pigeon John, Future Shock was able to go rap at that show. Okay. And that's where Future Shock met a group called LPG. Yeah, Um yeah. Dax, who, who uh, you know, is one of the two members of LPG, just gathered this crew of people together at his house in Whittier. Um, so it was Future Shock. Pigeon John, I mean, the Brainwash Project was there, but they didn't end up joining this this collective. And
1: and uh, for those who don't know, Brainwash Projects was Pigeon John and his partner B Twice. Yeah. you might have said that.
2: I had mentioned Soda, who's their, their, oh, yeah. their original three members. But but sure, that wasn't very too long. It was yeah. Then yeah. it ended up being uh, B Twice yeah. and Pigeon John. Yep.
1: I yeah. I only heard one song with all three of them. That was the original Muchas Muchachas fantastic song
2: i got all their eps on this phone right here i'll (laughs) share them with you all right yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: we got to trade some old school tunes yeah Uh,
2: anyways that's the genesis of a group called tunnel rats which um was lpg future shock um rafi who now goes by shamesworthy and zane one yeah that's that's the and peace no. 586 making yeah. the beats so yeah. that and, is the uh and and peace was
1: originally from freedom of soul that yep. you mentioned earlier that you guys played with yep and like that freedom of soul record for me it was was actually like transformative like it it was on par with anything that was coming out in the mainstream mm-hmm. at least uh, i don't know i think it's held up well over the years yeah i mean you you listen to even a lot of mainstream stuff from that time and i don't think it all holds up as well as that I mean, yeah. Tribe holds up well, Tribe Called Quest, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. some
2: of those guys, but yeah, that Freedom of Soul record was something. Yeah, I remember as a kid just wanting to like Christian rap, but it was just garbage. It w- but it wasn't until oh, I heard Absolutely. SFC, A Saved uh-huh. Man in the Jungle, that was my first album that I was really so like, good. oh my gosh, that's a good one. And from there, yeah. I learned who Dynamic Twins were. Oh yeah. And I learned who Freedom of Soul was, and and that that three group collective right there was, was, uh, I I really, you know, that was formative for me early on.
1: So I want to roll into a song real quick. You made a beat uh, from LPG that you mentioned uh, was sort of, the beginning of what became tunnel rats this was like one of the hottest beats on on their album you want to tell us a little bit
2: about it yeah we you know we didn't have a whole lot of equipment back then we had little four track recorders and, and uh really i don't know if i kind of innovated it or, or just uh or maybe other people were doing it too but i didn't know anybody who did it so <laughs> uh, we had an eight second sampler and a four track so we had to hit the button right to make the beats go so but anyways but we were making beats you know in our yeah. own little little garage way and uh, this is a, a, a beat that I made, didn't know who was going to use it but I showed it to Dax and he really liked it and uh, so uh, Peace586 queued it up for us on, the, on his MPC on real equipment. And it's the song called The Place Called Hip Hop from uh, LPG's first album. Actually, it was on all of their albums. They just did a remix of it every time. But, but <laughs> they, they re-put it out, which is you know, it's great. I like it. But that's uh, dope. Yeah, that's that's a beat that I made. And then, then Peace came in and tuned up the drums and, and made a, a nice uh, beat pattern. So I want to give him credit for yeah. that. But yeah, You're the sure? composition of the song, that's, that's uh, one of the first beats I ever put out. All right. Yeah, boy.
3: Yeah. I think it's about that time that we take them to that place where we came from, you know, the place where music is the voice, that's true man, I think it's about that time too, you know what I'm saying, it's like, they ready, been through it, they ready. A place in only where existence depends upon expression, the atmosphere where artistry in, viewpoints collaborate, beats and in drums collaborate, then demonstrate a the harmonic vocal blend with no color guys. If there's a skirmish it's handled in the mental, not physically strategic target, then fire with linguistic weaponry, the place to be, the area where freestyle dominates, which creates a massive style change that'll rearrange your mind state, What breakdowns don't ever need to be fixed, and stolen pieces thrown together does not need you in the mix, you wonder how it is to be, simultaneously, interacting with the boom bap and a rap constantly, well I personally, had no choice but to come out back, cause every time I turn around, I collect the cause in this place, they have a true understanding of hip hop, so everyone is able Able to pick up on what I drop Talking about a place called Hip-Hop Now what about that place called Hip-Hop I never seen you in that place called Hip-Hop So the lies that you speak need to stop Talking about a place called Hip-Hop Now what about that place called Hip-Hop I never seen you in that place called Hip-Hop So the lies that you speak need to stop down since leather straps and spikes Upon the next when bikes was BMX We tracked to dance the break. My heart would beat a mile a minute When Freakazoid was played You focused on the circle cause I was in it The street animal was mechanical with the popping, A deacon of tweaking body My no one's ain't no stopping. So how you wants to play it? Let's swing it to a battle oak The younguns from West Coast would say Let's bring it to Shadow Oak Boom box in hand on I me mean shoulder Though it was aching. Rolling like a boulder To see whose name would be taken Never had to rename no crew For something like that My boys had every type of win down pat. Hey, and I could dish a condition that would force you to share a curse But around that time I decided to kick a verse See when breaking died down and I became less coordinated I would drown inside a beatbox for rhymes to be formulated And little did I know I was a natural prodigy On a tiny boat alone in the sea of vocabulary Eventually I turned the tide to master what I'd catch And soon I'd have an act to fetch at once a batch of raps Talking by a place called hip-hop Now what about that place called hip-hop I never seen you in that place called hip-hop so the lies that you speak need to stop. Talking about a place called hip hop. Now what about that place called hip hop? I never seen you in that place called hip hop. So the lies that you speak need to stop. Now cool water colloquialisms splash the face of opponents like acid, corrosive to body components. In zones where microphones are the nucleus and ghetto kids seek for the radius to be true MCs. These sites. Are Delectable upon the pupils firsthand. I've seen that in a land called Pomona. Yet many claim the same origin. They're trapped in virgin ears. Can't hear the phonographic images we speak. The streets are paved with beats and their airs of kicks and snares. Reality is formality and the rules for living here. But if you're versatile, you follow full of them for you music producers. And it's not about the money you collect. but about respecting human circles All signs of rhymes? There's no clocks here. But I guarantee you ask anybody, they'll know the time to enter. Dudes must be paid and full. That's the fee. And now that hip-hop has found Jesus, it's a better place to be.
1: Alright, welcome back to Bruised Beards and Shipwrecks. This is Chun J from Royal Ruckus, and I'm here with Jason, aka DJ Trey Kel. Did I get it right this time? What is wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) So we are actually in a pretty cool place right now, but you might be able to hear some ocean waves. Why can they hear ocean waves, man? We're in Newport Beach, on the beach. We're living large on top of a house that's on the beach. I don't know. I don't want to do puns. Pretty cool, pretty fresh. <laughs> oh, no, like literally, like the ocean's right behind us. Um, I don't. It's like midnight. We're having a conversation, having some drinks. But this this is the first time we have met up in a long time, and the last time we met up, you don't remember.
2: Oh man, <laughs> so long ago. Forgive me. <laughs>
1: no, so it's all right. Uh, so I totally get why you don't remember because I don't know. I mean, I just called up Red Bones, and I was like, hey, I'm driving through your area. You guys are, they were in Oceanside, right? Mm-hmm, yep. I'm like, you guys live in Oceanside, right? You want to you hang out, you know? I mean, it probably sounded really ridiculous to him. And he was cool enough to be like, well, I'm going to have Bible study. You want to come by? And I got the address from him, and I rolled in. I didn't have GPS, so I don't know how I found it. Must have my <laughs> AAA map, something. And... Uh, rolled in, walked into Bible study. Sojourn was there, Ajax was there, Red Bones, mm-hmm. and then you. Yeah, yeah. And then a few other people. I don't know who, I don't know. Was it was this like a regular Bible study you guys yeah, had? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Like, and and so now you understand not remembering people who were there. So we are cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <just> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to you it was just another Bible study. <laughs> to me I was hanging out with like hip hop legends cuz I memorized rap lyrics and had beats like I've been listening to you guys' and stuff for a couple of years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so
2: no, uh, that, that, that that's not weird for you to come by or to even call. That was a regular occurrence with people, okay. And that's one of the cool things about that house, in nice. particular, the household led by Gray Bones, who's Redbone's father, um, <laughs> who's I love you know that. he's since since passed away, but oh, uh, an, an amazing amazing person who. Who really just had an open house? Let me live there for several years. You wow. know, uh, shared a room with AJ. I don't know, just an awesome that's house, cool. always open, and, and and the Bible study open. So so that's no, awesome. it, it, it definitely was not a strange thing for you to call. Um, it was that's a, cool. That was an open house. That's cool. Yeah. One
1: one of the things that stuck out to me was um, I was big into the Bible Answer Man radio broadcast, <laughs> which was slash still is a call in show. Um, it's not on as many stations these days, but you could call in and the host, Hank Hanegraaff, would just answer Bible questions. And I have no idea how that came up between you and me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it was like, oh, word,
0: you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I was just stoked to meet another rap guy that listened to this kinda nerdy, popular level, though, mm-hmm. you know, Bible
2: show. Yeah, yeah, yep. There wasn't a lot of people, in, you know, back then in, in, in our kind of circles yeah. that were uh, listening to that show so yeah. i mean
1: he was reaching millions of people probably but like not rap people right you know yep so that that was that was pretty fresh but speaking of rap people so you mentioned that so like i've always thought of you as a dj mm-hmm. um, but you mentioned just a little bit ago you're not just a dj or weren't just a DJ. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Do we talk in past tense? Is is it like the military? Like you can't talk in past tense. You if you're always you're a marine, you're always a marine. If you're a DJ, you're always a DJ. How does that work?
2: Yeah, that's that's a great question. You know, I <laughs> I no longer no longer own turntables, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> oh, that's so sad.
1: But At least with MCs, once you're an MC, you're always an MC, right?
2: Yep, yep, yep. I I do, I do get the urge to write some lyrics, even though very few people have probably ever heard me rap. But, um, but uh, yeah, my my first my first love was rapping, I should say. So, that's hip
1: hop. That's interesting for me. um, So I was never a DJ, but my desire as a kid was to be a DJ. Hmm. I wrote. Do you remember Twelfth Tribe? Yeah. So I wrote a letter to Twelfth Tribe. I yeah. wrote a letter to Dynamic Twins, and I think I wrote a letter to SFC. Uh huh. And I was like 12 years old, and I was like, I want to be a DJ for a Christian rap group. Yeah. What should I do? Yeah. And the only one that wrote back was Twelfth Tribe, and oh, I got wow. a full page letter from Dave. Yeah. And I met him later, which was super cool. But in that full page letter, he like gave me advice on like what turntables to buy and. Yeah how to practice, it was awesome. And I don't think I even have that letter anymore, which is sad. Oh man, yeah. You
2: know. Oh, Twelfth Tribe, they were one of the OGs of, of the Christian Seriously. rap game, yep.
1: Knowledge is a tree of life. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. But what ended up
1: happening is like, I never could afford turntables, and my parents w- were paying for drum lessons. Like what do you need turntables for? Like they didn't get the vision. Right, right. <laughs> so I ended up like starting to write raps. Yeah. And and that's that's how I became a rapper. Right? Yeah. So your your initial desire was to be a rapper.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, ever since I was a little kid um I would just write write raps about what I don't even remember what they were about, but I I've, I've never not written rap. Okay. Lyrics. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: so let's hear one of uh let's hear a song where you rap. Okay. What you got?
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh this is a song um I don't even remember what year it was, but it was on a Man of War record. He's, he's a Syntax, or at the time was a Syntax artist, Syntax Records. Uh, yeah. And um, he... And he was in Shadow of the Locust, and uh, maybe
1: is? I don't know. Yeah,
2: you know, that's I, I need to catch up with him. It's been a very long time. What's up, Sam? Let's, let's <laughs> connect if you're listening. Um, but anyways, he wanted to start a, a, a crew, a side project or a crew called Hyborian Warriors. And so on his album... He made a posse cut and, 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 you know, had us all on it. And the members of the Hyborian warriors were, or are, uh, Syntax the Terrific from Deep Space Five. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Absent Minded, uh, Sundance, myself, and I believe Gypsy, who uh, is Absent Minded's sister, who has since passed. But um, yeah, so we... uh, yeah so we did a song together and and all of the above are on it and and the first verse is me so uh nice it's a song called rejected and it was really fun to do and i don't even know what the song's about but it was a fun posse <laughs> cut so there you go
1: well before we roll into that i want to say what up to absent-minded uh i was really thrilled to work with him on on my latest project and we did a collaboration with uh with jeremiah dirt from shadow of the locust it's really fun to put them together and like absent-minded that dude is like so humble and like really easy to get along with and he was like he sent me that verse and he was like i don't know if this is what you're looking for i'm like wait (laughs) are you kidding me yeah you might be the star of the show on this song (laughs) like so anyway i i I had no idea you guys collaborated before so i'm excited to put this song on
2: right on yeah there we go
1: rejected from love
4: Don't give in to irrelevance You lack like the tools of element Your soul is a skeleton The goal of a simpleton is No temporality The spiritual value Living with Red motion is choking my face blue Pulling fire bolts in the clouds to let them to feel the fury What it's like to sit quiet for just a few Minutes. I found that fires a gimmick that can't produce The kind of everlasting consequence The principles of peace do make Calculated moves. look twice before I'm crossing This busy intersection of the lessons that both get in and Pre-order my coffin and violence for the way Cause death's a lunch stick with the maker I can't break Hop in Hell's Gate, turn the style make you sweat, bone jet My God's to escape in The jaws of
5: death Boys and quarrying to warrior, the city gets wild and done on the flesh of the children as they oppress the unwilling and save the best of the killing. Up as to lead, you be the last
6: to forget it. When this past aggressive, absent present. Straight so to the boy, back yeah. of your head, the staff is emitted. To so laugh and pretend it never happened, but that's been the since I was in it. Enforcements, movements, or if it gets reinforcements, my over horse trust slots. But silent, silent pilot scribbles, miles, five, piles in this 30 word perturbation dislocated over the constellation, peace and the fragment of interpretation. Quite a little ways of understanding, other and similar. Check a juggling the common men turning the intellect. To collect respect for the secular, speaking of style made up to par, far for the board to comprehend. Time to end to exist alone, desolate. I remain abstained for the objective counterfeit war and vomit. In my humble collective way, I just choose to stay rejected
1: all right welcome back to Bruise beards and shipwrecks so speaking of shipwrecks uh you apparently have something to talk about i don't know
2: <laughs> shipwrecks like everybody i suppose but um you know one one in particular yeah i guess i was i was pretty young and uh decided to get married at a pretty young age and uh that's what all good Christians do. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, I was uh, I was 22 years old. And she was 18 years old, and we just thought we were grown up. Pro- probably in hindsight, definitely a bad, uh, bad situation. Uh, so you know, at that time in life, you, just
1: you didn't have it all figured out at 22. <laughs> yeah, 18.
2: I sure thought I did. Thought I was the yeah, stuff. But right. Um, yeah, she was a great person. We were great friends. Just made a lot of bad decisions. You know, just being young and and. Uh, yeah, I's made bad decisions, so what can you do and that ended up uh not working out so good. So <laughs> Hey loveboat, oh, 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 not
4: a cheap shipwreck. Hey love, on oh, oh, my not you shipwreck. Hey loveboat, I'm walking yeah. in the oh, club
3: oh, like i oh, excuse me, not cheap oh, shipwreck. Oh, oh, love boat, oh, not oh, you. Not hey boat hey, not cheap shipwreck.
0: Hey loveboat, my cheap shipwreck. Hey loveboat. I'm walking in the club like i not cheap shipwreck.
2: So yeah, I guess that was a pretty big shock. You know, at the time I was a very confident, <laughs> now in hindsight, very self-righteous, okay. out, yeah. outstanding Christian individual who, you know, oh, I'll never get divorced, but. Um, sure.
1: Well, well, now, so like when you went into that, like obviously nobody gets married thinking, ah, this might only last a couple years. Like yeah. when you go into that, you expect it to last your whole life, right? Mm-hmm when when it looked like it was moving towards divorce, like what are some of the thoughts that went through your
2: head? That part was actually it was fairly sudden I mean, you know oh, she okay. she had decided she just like wanted to leave i mean okay. he, here's the thing I mean you yeah, know so we we were we were married and we took those vows and everything, sure. but I mean, you know, looking back on it it was it was as though we were high school kids dating for a right, long time right, who right. broke up right you know what I mean so yeah. But yeah, I think you know she got to the age where she wanted to like have her freedom and, and enjoy right. the nightlife and whatnot and, and and you know that's normal. I totally get that i I wanted no part of that because I wanted to be a fine upstanding Christian <laughs> man right you know while, while she's the one who who was like, you know I'm out of here, it's not like she's like the devil who broke our sacred vows. you know what I mean like right. I, I, I uh I was definitely. A big jerk wad.
1: Did, did you have a lot of like, as a Christian, like that stuff tends to be frowned upon? Mm-hmm. Did you have a lot of fears about like what other people would say? And, oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, like, yeah how'd definitely. How did you handle all that? You know, I mean, just so here's where the the, the shipwreck really turned into. You know, it's a shipwreck because it really is a shipwreck. Yeah. But no doubt, I became a man out of that. You mm-hmm. know, that really kind of woke me up. You know, I was just thoroughly humbled you know it would have been easy for me to just be like yeah man she bailed what a what a bad person she is how could yeah. she do that but you know something just just happened kind of in my relationship with god kind of self-realization you know really just grappled with what led to that situation something i could never even conceive of so yeah i you know i just i guess i just it was shameful and embarrassing but it was yeah, a point in my life it. where i just i embraced that and just I just embraced it and it was just, you know, had a level of. I was humbled. It's not like yeah. I attained or went and searched for humility. I was just humbled.
1: But the humble Yeah, it's not like you had a choice. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, your, your only choice was like try to handle it well or yeah, be a dick. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's how you know that that's, that that song, the 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 results of the state of my soul and my mind and my thoughts. Were really in, encapsulated in a song that I put out okay. um, on the Fashion Expo record, um, which is a record that was put yeah. out by Syntax Records uh, many, many years ago. It's a song called "The Wind," you know, uh, Ajax from Future Shock. You know, he he had been through a similar situation right around the same exact time, so it was like the 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 perfect pairing to be on this song together. Okay. Where uh, it it really is just the the song just encapsulates everything, kind of it just crystallizes my state of mind at that time so yeah
1: no, that's that's pretty dope when when you can collaborate with someone where you've been through similar things and you know they're obviously not identical but mm-hmm. you can really gel and make that work
2: yeah 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 and you know haven't haven't i mean i mean you know like i said before i lived you know i shared a room with ajax you yeah. know prior to any right. of this so we're already family you know what i mean yeah. just kind of going through it the same time together and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'd love to share those lyrics with you because they're there. You know, everything that we've been, just been talking about the last few minutes really is, you know, the, the depth behind that that right. song. So
1: Didn't imagine that anytime soon I'd be able to play a song from Fashion Expo. Got a lot <laughs> of friends involved in that project and uh, definitely was excited about it when it came out. So let's go ahead and play the wind. All right.
7: streams and laries the burying things in balance with the cross the wind carries streams andlorries uncovering what you thought you lost the wind carries streams andries the burying things in
4: balance with the cross the wind carries streets and laries the Consider it pure joy when I'm facing many trials And I've been on the crossroads of peace and suffering For many miles and like a child I got no choice but to wait for the provision of the living God But sometimes I'm not feeling it Temporarily happy but guilty like I'm stealing it Been dealt a bad hand and probably I'm the one who's dealing it Now faced with a conflict, I'm a free agent of morality Embrace nature's fatality and now I see reality Obviously I cannot control God's sovereignty Why then do I sin if I am declared God's property? Submit my will to Him and steal it back like it was robbery I know that I'm not innocent but Still, I reap the benefits. I'm truly feeling penitent. Then walk like I'm oblivious. I battle this resemblance. In this condition, serious. The flesh got me furious. But still, I persevere in this. Receive the crown of life while I'm questioning my worthiness. The wind carries dream dreams and love. Burying things in balance with the cross. The wind carries dreams and
7: love. Uncovering what you thought you lost. The wind carries dream dreams and love. Burying things in balance with the cross. The wind carries dreams and love. What you thought you I am never to retire, I return from the mire and I learn
5: from the fire Let it burn, My desire melt myself to a place where I'm not myself anymore Let it burn, I made too many mistakes, a correction is inviting me To find out where all the white out is hiding The terror of my error haunts ghost town soul Will work for wisdom It's a sign of the whole, as if I was homeless, said he drifted with the wind in eternity's grip I lift my eyes and drip beats in the sky. They rise, riding the wind in questions like, Why is life so precious, yet so treacherous? I guess it's just an unfortunate fortune that I discovered in the ruins of my heart. The wind's burial and erosion and bark. The wind carries dreams and logs, burying things in
7: balance with the cross. The wind carries dreams and uncover uncovering thought you lost the wind carries dreams and love burying things in balance with the cross the wind carries security, through inferno
4: of purity, it was externally hurting me, but internally curing me, this journal of my memory, recollects and introspect, self esteem is luring me, defense mechanics that protect the fight and struggle, to repel the chains agent, I'm stuck in early chapters, got me scared to turn the pages, although the ocean rages, I feel peace and serenity, well the, the, from the self coming straight from the enemy, these trials they pretend to be, able to be the enemy, but that's the master lie, cause I got afterlife life intensity. before the here and now I must defeat, here somehow I never will throw in the towel, in the plane, I've learned to no cherish this refinement. Then no man can define it. The True peace with no God, let me know when you find it. The wind carries dreams and love. True peace with no God, let me know when you find it. The wind carries dreams and lies,
7: Burying things in balance with the cross. The wind carries dreams and lies, Uncovering what you thought you lost. The wind carries dreams and lies, Burying things. It the the you you
2: nice. so like the, the tension yeah. of like you know I've been at the crossroads of peace, so I was at peace with this decision yeah. while suffering. But at a crossroads, you can't be on a crossroads for many miles because you're at a crossroads. Right, That's it. right. So it's, But it feels like I was at that crossroads. You know what yeah. I mean? Like paradoxically, for yeah. I mean, I know, a thoroughly Protestant song, I'll tell you that, right? <laughs> <laughs> special sovereignty stuff yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: so we we've got some stories uh while the song was playing haha ha. <laughs> that's how it works right it's like like live radio and create illusions yeah um we we've got some stories so tell me about you got some sort of van story this sounds creepy
2: yeah, so uh, <laughs> we were at a show. This is a long time ago. But I I preface everything by long time ago. Forgive me. So once upon a time, <laughs> at a show, uh, and uh, these guys pull up in a van. I believe it was a van or an old car or something. And it looked like they had like rock instruments in their car. And okay. uh, you know they pull up and they just kind of ask us like, Hey, we're looking for like some good like Christian rap. Do you know anybody? Can you tell us of any good Christian rap?
1: <laughs> i mean how does this happen somebody just pulls up and asks you this
2: i think they just knew there was a local christian show going on or something i don't know but um yeah and it turns out the people in that van uh were pod the band the rock rap band pod and i mean they're uh,
1: freaking world famous like mtv (laughs) stars right like
2: yep yep and they were just you know local san diego guys who uh yeah and and so uh one other (laughs) fun story about pod uh we found ourselves at some of the same shows, uh, one in yeah. particular in Carlsbad, there was a surf shop in a parking lot okay. and uh, and it, during part of part of the show or in between sets or whatever, uh, me and my group got to come up, the, this is Poetic Apostles, okay. pre-Future Shock, yeah. and uh, got to rap while P.O.D.'s band was playing their music, so that was pretty nice. fun, yeah, for fame.
1: By the way, did you guys... Do you remember if you went to Dirt's album release party for Plague? I did. Okay.
2: Down in San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we played that show. Did you guys play? Uh, you were on the flyer. Did you actually play? Because it was kind of a messy show.
2: I don't remember. I remember we walked in when we got there. LA Symphony was on stage. Okay. And they, and and there was yeah, a. I think they played right after us. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. dang it! So we like that we was the first time we you.
1: We opened for like we was. We couldn't believe that we were opening for LA Symphony and they were yeah. actually in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then and then they played. And then yeah. I guess you walked in, but you don't remember if you played. I don't that. remember if we
2: played. I just <laughs> remember they did their lyric right when we got there. Been around the bump, been around the block, bumpin' future shock, and yeah. whatever they would do that on stage, it made us feel good. It yeah. made me feel good. I yeah.
4: Think. I
1: no, I, I was thinking of that when we were talking about the Bible study. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because I always picture that house when. I hear that that song. The reason I brought that up though was that was a really great night but it was full of a lot of disappointments for dirt. Hmm. And P. O. D. was supposed to be the headliner that night. Oh. And they never showed.
2: Oh, dang. He was tight with them, I remember. He was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: He he was on two of their records. I mean it was the same song but it got recut and they were like they they had him come back in. And he went on tour with them. Yeah. Like Yeah. So and like he performed with them. Every every time they were they were on tour together. To hmm. Yeah. Um, but the other disappointment for him was uh, this, the album didn't arrive in time for the CD release party. <laughs>
2: oh no.
1: And then on top of that, add insult to injury. When it finally came in, when you know the big thing back then was enhanced CDs. Okay. Yeah. Like if you could get some multimedia thing on there, so when you popped into your computer, like something else happened. Yeah. Beyond yeah. just music. It had the enhanced CD logo all over it. Yep. And it was not on the disc. (laughs) That poor guy like had setback after setback on that record. Oh man. Finally, he said, "Forget it." Bumped the record label, and he pressed up his own copies. And the enhanced CD worked. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And he's still at it. I'm so proud of him. He's getting ready to go on tour in uh, September. Yeah. And like, oh my gosh, like, dude is. And I don't know if you know this, but Shadow of the Locust has a triple album coming out. Really? They got the first volume out. Yeah. Or triple triple, like, it's not a triple album because it's being released in three parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But they, they're organizing the songs A to Z. Oh, wow. And yeah, so volume one is out now. I'm on volume three, actually. By the time it comes out, it'll be like four years old. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, you got to do things in stages. Yeah, yeah.
2: I got I to check in on that.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, the first volume is dope. So I had a, a story that I forgot to tell earlier, and that was about liner notes. So when our album, our self-titled album, came out on Flickr, we had a couple of surprises in the graphic design. Uh, number one, we wanted the, tit- the title of the album to be self-titled. And by self-titled i don't mean royal ruckus we wanted it to be called literally self-titled because that's how we are we make ridiculous jokes that nobody will get and build them into the project yeah they were like no that's too weird nobody's gonna get it we know um so that was one thing but then we we didn't want to put any thank yous and it wasn't that we weren't thankful it was just like who really reads those and then like you're always going to forget somebody You're always going to want to thank more people than you have room for. So we were like, no thank yous. And our graphic designer thought it needed thank yous. And he knew all the players because he was also one of our managers. Great dude. I love the dude. But we did not write those thank yous. I apologize. Anyone thanked in there. I did not thank you. (laughs) So that was messed up. That was a shipwreck right there. You have
2: another story for us. Yeah, there's just there was just great times back. You know, back in the day, uh, you know I mentioned before in Whittier, you know Dax from LPG, um, he would have parties. You know, he, his house also was another house that was just an open house where, you know, you people would just go hang out. But we would have parties there with open mics where That's just legendary things happened that I don't know that anybody really knows about. Um, you know. <laughs> You know, his wife would make food. We have food, but there'd be DJs spinning and nice. an open mic going on. And things would happen. I don't know if you remember. Uh, we, we mentioned an album earlier called SFC, A Saved Man in the Jungle. Uh, there was a yeah, rapper yeah. on there named Poetic Lee who uh, never yeah. put out an album that I ever knew about. But...
3: To the gospel morning radio show. It's spiritual warfare, so these demons start to fight. But I recite the scripture that I memorized last night. So I throw on my clothes, my coat, my cape, escape. Soap is gold, it's used to wash my face. Rush to the kitchen where the time is spare. Scramble up some breakfast, then I'm out of there. Grab the key, shut the door, and I walk off to. Oops, I forgot. Mama, love you, bam! I get to church just in time. Don't need to find a parking spot or wait in line because my car is always parked about a block away while a friend saves me a seat. 100 so, I'm, so i sit down sit back and receive the word then I get spirit built from what I just heard
2: great guy but and I really liked his you know his he, verse on that album
1: he got shouts on several Christian hip hop albums yeah. i always wanted to hear it poetically and I never did
2: I know I know he was it for for a short period of time he joined Freedom of Soul okay for tours but never just never got him on a record you know he was on a posse cut on SFC's album a Save man in the jungle Oh, but,
1: okay then I guess I have heard him I but, just didn't realize it yeah
2: yeah but so he he was hanging out you know he would go to the open mics but there was like a legendary battle between him and Rafi, who is now called Worthy. So they battled, oh, just story, you'd have uh, Journey Big, you know, Journey Rapping, just these oh, legendary yeah, yeah. MCs, yeah. you know, just battling and just rapping and open mic. Uh, and then, you know, throughout into the night, you know, Pigeon John would show up and then just <laughs> rock the mic, just all at a party, informal that's um, fantastic. It, it was just it was a great time, but there was some some legendary things that, you know, went down. So and, oh and soup, you know, SFC Super C. Oh yeah. Soup the chemist, sorry. Uh you know, he'd rock the mic and just I don't know. It was just a great great era and a great time and uh That's fun. You know, yeah, I'm I'm glad to have been able to witness those things.
1: So I, I totally grew up on SFC and all of that stuff. I met SFC a couple of times, but the one time that really like stood out, they were going to do a signing at a Christian bookstore, and I was the only one who showed up. <laughs> and that wasn't their fault, it was just their demographic was not walking into that yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like 12 years old, I had flowing blonde hair, I have a picture on the Royal Ruckus Facebook page of this. Nice. And uh, I walked in, and I, I took my copy of Listen Up, and QP was in the group at the time. Mm-hmm. This was the yep. Phase yep. Three phase era. Phase Three, yeah. And I was so nervous, and I just slid that <sighs> the, that artwork or whatever, you know. I, I, I slid the insert in front of QP, and I was like, "Can I get your autograph?" And he was not on that album because he wasn't in SFC at the time. Uh-huh. Or or if he was, he was something else. But no, I'm pretty yeah, sure you're, he was. He you're was right.
2: Wrong. He would just t- he tore it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. He starts laughing.
1: I don't remember who said it, but they all kind of looked at each other. Dove is. DJ Dove was sitting there and and Super C was standing up and they laughed and said, I guess we all look alike. And I did not know what that meant at the time. (laughs) It wasn't until I was older that I looked back on that moment. I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) But like, it was not that at all. I mean, and there were a bunch of people in that album artwork. Right. But um, I ended up getting a picture with him. I was wearing a Dynamic Twins shirt. Yeah. And I had that flowing blonde hair, and like that picture is pretty classic. But nice. then, uh, thanks to Pigeon John, thanks to becoming friends with Pigeon John later, when I moved to Nashville, uh, that was when Soup the Chemist was putting out his album Eargasmic Arrangements. Mm-hmm. He bought a ticket to Nashville and figured he'd been in the Christian music industry long enough that he could just fly to Nashville with no other arrangements, and someone would take care of him. Yeah. I mean, like a step out in faith kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it worked uh, because Pigeon and Malachi Perez—I yeah. don't know if you know Malachi—and yep. uh, Red Cloud—they yeah. were all on tour together, and Pigeon had hit me up and said, "Can some of us stay at your apartment?" Um, and the, the, oh, I left out this part. This was a uh, the Gospel Music Association week. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Left out the most important part. Why are all these people showing up in Nashville? Right. Um, Apparently, Pigeon and Soup ran into each other,
7: Mm -hmm.
1: and Soup said, "Yeah, I don't have anywhere to stay." So all of a sudden, like the Godfather, as far as I'm concerned, the Godfather of Christian rap, yeah, is staying at my apartment. Yeah, yeah. And I let him have my room, which was not glamorous at all. He slept on a futon bed with crap everywhere all over the floor. Yeah, but he got the room because he was the Godfather. That, and I'm not going to tell this story much longer, but I could because that was a phenomenal week. One night we had, I counted, like 14 people under the roof (laughs) in a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, yeah. We had, uh, you remember Frost Tea? Yeah. Frost Tea was there. like. Feed Magazine used to be like Christian. Yep. Yeah, like the husband and wife were there and like I used to have beef with him and he had beef with me. And like <laughs> we worked it out and we were all sleeping on the floor together. Like it was such a fun nice.
2: week. So... What, what do you like to drink? What are we drinking right now?
1: Oh, yeah. So speaking of uh, shipwrecks, we, we, are, we have drank the Mission Brewery Shipwrecked Double IPA. That's from San Diego. I've actually been to the brewery before. It's a super cool spot. My brother lives in San Diego and he loves
2: their stuff. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you drinking there? So this is a, a Belching Beaver Peanut Butter Milk Stout, which is a brewery out of Vista, which is down in San Diego County. Oh, actually, you know what? Brewed in Oceanside, California. Oh. So yeah, right there in our, yeah. in our area. So nice. we got San Diego beer representing. On top
1: of that, I'm sipping on Pig's Nose Blended Scotch Whiskey. Never seen it before, but um, it looked fun. It's got a pig on the front, and it's actually pretty delicious. I, I can definitely recommend it.
2: Is it wrong if I sip that out of the glass that I drank oh, beer please, out of? Oh,
1: please do. we got some more stuff to talk about before we wrap things up, but we're almost done. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and roll into a Royal Ruckus song. Uh, One of the things that Tunnel Rats and uh, Future Shock have been known for is being super cool and super fresh rappers and often talking about how other rappers are not as hot. (laughs) So the funny thing about that is um, over time this keeps being true. I, I sometimes go to CrossFit and they put on rap music and I don't know what I'm listening to. It's just like, Oh, there's a drum beat and someone presses a key every now and then. And then they mumble over it. Yeah. And, and so I started thinking about it. And my, my, my stepdad used to always basically tell me that rap was a waste of my time mm-hmm. and that it wasn't real music. And I keep finding myself saying, that's not music, that's not music. And I keep going, oh, crap. Even though I'm, I'm actually still a rapper, I find myself talking like my father saying, rap is not music. <laughs>
0: with my beer juice like Tupac, it's me against the clock, I'm not waiting any longer, feel like several lifetimes. times, each one I'm getting strong, just turned 36, I feel like 25, been swinging kettlebells, reading funny bells, I'm power statue with four bells, got me feeling like a god, happy cabal yeah, romances, got me feeling kinda odd, yeah that's a joint, yeah that's a jam, got my beats around the point, I'm not flunking the exam, I'm digging eggs and ham, full cholesterol and fat, high saturated content, I'm a low carb diplomat, take it back to the 90s, hip hop was rightly done, I feel like my dad complaining rappers not music, son.
4: Hey, yo, man, that might have been too much. That might have been too much. Hey, yo, stacked up on the lineup. Ooh, with one boy flat. They call them flat for a win. If you didn't kill me, we'd back in the garage. Just me now. Listen to this. Yo, snap, man. Show what you made of, son. Tell what you got. I got wrapped up in this crew in 1998. The Yamaha. The SR520
0: was great. Sequencing beats on the PC desktop State of late, my escape became making hip-hop Summer jams over there, house parties over here Hello Nasty on CD, blew open my little ears Can't believe where it took me, made a home in Tennessee Played shows round the country and blessed a family tree Beetle Dee, Tweedle Dum, like the mics and the drums Talent shows how it goes, happy just to get some crumbs I can't work without some pressure, but I always deliver I plant my roots in Texas now and try to earn a little silver We ruckus Royal Riley under Bakersfield's sun, While Chun-Jay's dad was complaining, rap is not music Music, son. Man, I don't
4: even know what to say anymore, man. That was just too much, too much. Yo, we gotta bring it back one more time. This is his crown,
0: I got a manny patty from an Asian girl named Betty Said my name is Jay. ji I don't eat no spaghetti Felt a bit unsteady when I skipped any meal So I dropped the cards up the fat and dialed in the deal While well, beer's sugar burner, burn fat like a beast But I like to sip on IPAs, we'll challenge down a feast. Throw down the gauntlet on this rapping that we do Mike and I, thought rockets deserve the fresh move Don't dispute, I'm not the best, but I'm learning every day I study a tape of Eminem and Dr. Dre my primers, I guess I'm on the verge of earning cranky right time. Take it back to the nineties, hip hop was rightly done. I feel like my dad complaining, rap is not music,
4: son. Hey, yo, man, that's it. to say is, yo. Just done like Brown, buddy. something. That's
7: when we was in it. All right, welcome back yeah, to Bruins, yeah.
1: Beards, and Shipwrecks. So, one of the ways we reconnected recently, which was pretty cool, was we have. A similar faith journey um, it's amazing to me uh, as time goes on to see where people end up whether their faith goes away whether it changes into something else uh, or they acquire faith for the first time you want to tell me about where you are and how you got there
2: yeah yeah so um, just really quick how you know how what, what made me reach out to you was I was looking through podcasts on Ancient Faith Radio, just various, you know, I was kind of subscribing to some podcasts, and I I forgot which one I was scrolling through, but I, I saw the title of that particular podcast called Royal Ruckus, and I thought, what are the odds? You know I mean? So, <laughs> right. so I, I click on the podcast to listen to that episode. I think it might have been Ancient Faith Live. La- I forgot which one it was. It was but... uh,
1: Ancient Faith Presents.
2: Yeah, Ancient Faith Presents. That's right, right. where they
1: don't know how to categorize it. Yeah, yeah. So they just do an interview and they just put yeah, it there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or whatever. It's not necessarily an interview, but they they just put it there if they don't know how to categorize. It. Yep. Yeah. I love it.
2: So <laughs> I, I forgot and what me what channel I reached out to you on, but anyways, I, I saw you on there. And I'm like, no way, that's crazy. Jamie's orthodox. I'm orthodox, so uh, just, you know, yeah. wanted to reach out. But um, That's cool. yeah, so my, you know, I was kind of uh, raised uh, Protestant, kind of just your normal American mainstream Christianity, yeah. evangelical, which evolved to non-denominational. You know, you know, s- yeah, standard yeah. Christianity was uh, that way. Really enjoyed uh, studying uh, philosophy philosophy of religion, theology, yeah. apologetics, and all that. Like, you know, as I as I look back in, in hindsight, I think um, in the version or brand or whatever, you, whatever you'll call it of Christianity that I followed, there was a lack of depth, I think, that I was compensating for with just trying to make everything intellectual. So yeah. I had deep pursuits into philosophy. I wanted to figure things out because this, you know, my religious belief or my faith was purely in my head. Because right. I, I think what, what, was, what was missing was a, a depth and a reverence. And, a, and a, I don't really even know how to phrase it. But I think I was just overcompensating for any deficiencies through just pursuing intellectual sure. faith. You know, that I think just started to wear thin over time. I remember having surreal moments sitting in my church that I was going to, thinking, uh, why am I not feeling this? Right. You know, and I knew, oh, it's not about feelings. It's all about what you know, or however it is I would phrase it. I remember in particular a surreal moment sitting down in church watching the worship band play, you know, right before the sermon, just having the thought, kind of working through things in my mind like, well, okay, I'm coming here, people are trying to worship right now and I'm, yeah. I assume there, there's genuine attempts in people genuinely worshiping, but this just, oh, and, the, and the, the pastor's about to come up and teach true things that I don't disagree with. And very huh. insightful wise right. things about how to you know be a christian at work etc i just i just had a realization that this cannot be the church this can't be mm. what was intended you know right. not that this is a bad thing but it just this can't be what it was all about and so right. my wife would implore me well let's go somewhere that you want to go let's go to two different churches let's try it out i thought what well, you know any 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 church that isn't this is trying to be this. I didn't know anything else really existed. And and, and this right. the church I was going to was, you know, kind of a, uh, it was a mega church. So, yeah. you know, um, anyways. And and, and and they're reaching a lot of people and, and they're,
1: you know, they, they love the Lord and all, all these things are, are yeah. true. But whether or not that is uh, is the fullness of truth or the way it should, should be or whatever is something that a lot of people wrestle with
2: yeah oh yeah yeah totally so you know in my journey you know where i ended up through you know i had had a friend who was uh on a similar path we were friends from the same church but uh, a few years you know prior to me he had become uh introduced to the orthodox church Uh, actually he went to the anglican church then the orthodox church okay um i did that too (laughs) yeah 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 i skipped the anglican part but you know (laughs) We just, you know, he's a great friend of mine. We would always talk about things and, you know, over the course of a year, he would be telling me about his journey into orthodoxy and he was telling me about the theology and the practice and everything just sounded so beautiful, but I just didn't find myself with those same beliefs. Right. You know, it was right. just, it was a, just a completely foreign world. Sure. But everything that he would describe just was, was, there was just so much beauty to it. Um, you know, like. The, the saints praying for us, you know, that, that we can, we can, you know, ask the saints to intercede on our behalf. And just this, this thing that was so foreign to me sounded so beautiful, but of yeah. course, but I, I didn't find myself believing that. So right. anyways, uh, but in my, but I was definitely seeking out, I never wa- wavered in my belief in Christ and that he rose from the dead. So I don't, I don't know that I really had a crisis of belief in God or a crisis right. of right belief in that Christianity was the way, um, right. but there was just a, a depth and a fullness, I think, that was missing that when I got introduced to the Orthodox faith. Uh, oh, one quick part about the middle part of that journey. So yeah, I have my friend, you know, telling me things about it, and then, but I'm, I'm reaching out, I'm just looking for Christian spirituality. So I'm buying right. like ancient Christian, or Christian classics, you know, trying to read Christian spirituality from Sure. Broadening my horizons reading St. Teresa of Avila, St. Francis of Assisi, St. John of the Cross, as well as uh, The Way of a Pilgrim, um, uh, not so ancient, but still, but definitely in the the spectrum of Christian thought, you know, some Eastern books as well, or Orthodox books. a really impactful book for me, and this is before I can, became Orthodox, was Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives by Elder Thaddeus. Oh,
1: you read that before becoming Orthodox? Yeah. and, and, and That book is incredible. It,
2: it, it is. I mean, that book, even not being Orthodox, just like it was like water for my soul. It was That's just awesome. so beautiful. And there's parts in there we would say things where I'm just like, well, no, nah, I don't know about that part. You
1: know what I mean? No, I, I think but, even as Orthodox, I still, yeah. there's still parts where I'm like, ah... Yeah. Oh, maybe I
0: don't know. But yeah.
1: but like the the parts that really click with me click in such a way that I'm like, "Well, maybe I just don't get that other part yet." Yeah. You
2: know. Yeah. I guess the, the, the and then the one pillar before I actually stepped foot into an orthodox church yeah. was uh, I was at a Greek festival um, Put Always on a by, our, by our Greek church. Oh, yeah. And I bought a CD of, of nice. you know, Orthodox uh, chant Orthodox music, and just the beauty. I mean, it was like angels were singing. It was like, wow. it was amazing. Um, yeah. And so I guess all that to say that it was, I think it really was the beauty of the Orthodox church that uh, drew me into it. Um, and so when I first attended my, my, uh, when I first walked into a church and experienced a Vespers, a prayer service on a Saturday night.
1: Oh, that was your first experience with Vespers? Yeah. That's yeah. so perfect. I
2: just, I instantaneously, you know, by this time I had already grappled with some of the theology. And there were many things that I still didn't, like, you know, agree with or believe. I didn't have, I didn't right. have disbelief or disagreements with. Right. But, you know, like... Uh, venerating icons and, and, and the, 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 degree to which we would venerate, you know, Mary, the Theotokos. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, always
1: a tough one when your background is Protestant.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, wasn't anti those things again, because if those things were true, then I, I saw the beauty in them. I just didn't sure. believe them. But when I walked into that Vesper service, you know, in Encinitas, California, uh, I knew I'd never go anywhere else. I just, mm. I, I thought if, if if these points of theology that I don't find myself with the belief are wrong, I'll err on this side. You know what I mean? I'll err with with this church. Because when I walked into that experience, I mean, it was, you know, multi-sensory, but there was just, there was a reverence that I had never in my life encountered. I already knew those things were beautiful. And I, I just think, you know, in life in general, when things are beautiful, they're generally true. I I don't know that there's such a distinction between truth and beauty, you know? And so uh, very quickly on just in kind of, you know, learning more about the church and learning more about history, you know, I don't know. The way that I phrase it in my own life is that in in my being raised as a Christian in just kind of general American Christianity, I feel like I was genuinely introduced to the God who created the universe Mm. and to Jesus Christ. Yeah. But for me, and maybe I was just bad at it, it just it stopped at the point of introduction. Okay. To where I was yeah. just reading things about the God of the universe. Whereas the the depth and the richness and the I don't even know how to put it into words, but uh Yeah. I don't know. For me things just seem to click and, and, and it's you know, revolutionized, you know, my life. So. Can I shove a bunch of disclaimers really quick in like <laughs> sure. five seconds? Yeah, please. <laughs> I have family members who are not Orthodox Christians who are Christians who go to the church that I went yeah, to, and my whole family are all Protestant Christians who love the Lord, they love Jesus. and uh, you know what I mean, they're just they're great people and right. and um you know what I mean? like yeah, I'm yeah. just sharing my journey and what I've experienced you know? exactly. Yeah. and
1: you know I think it's I think it's important to say that because, in, in saying all this, there's there's in no way a desire to call into question anyone else's experience mm-hmm. or or particularly even like where we came from, mm-hmm. right? Like, as you pointed out, like you, you were brought into knowing the God that you still love from way before you became Orthodox. Same thing for me. Um, and I'm very grateful for the time I spent even, you know, we made the comment about Anglicanism. Mm-hmm. Like Anglicanism for me, was a preparation for Orthodoxy, and I I have good friends who remain Anglicans. One of one of my best friends, um, I lived next door to him for a couple of years, and it was kind of funny. We used to take bets. Uh, maybe that's not the right term, but that's it, about what w- was going on on who would become Orthodox first, <laughs> and I was convinced that that he would, and I never would. Yeah. Now I'm Orthodox, and he's an <laughs> Anglican priest. Yeah. So. Well I appreciate you sharing that that aspect uh, of your life and I don't even like calling it an aspect because for, <laughs> for me, like orthodoxy is so much of who I am but like when I when I rap, like I'm not preaching orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. I'm just rapping. yeah but at, at the same time like orthodoxy is at the core of my being mm-hmm. right So yeah. I don't know how to sort all that out
2: right but. right right. I gotta, but, can can um, I give yeah. a quick shout yeah. out to Father Andrew Stephen Damick? Is that how you <laughs> say his last name? Yeah, yeah, Damick. You got it. You know, in w- when I when I first was an inquirer and a catechumen, my my head was spinning. My whole world was like. You know, I just had chaos in my brain trying to, you know, the, 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 the foundation of the theology that I had been studying my whole life, yeah. you know, was in, in many regards intact, but in many other ways, really kind of just like shattered in chaos. And yeah. uh, Father Andrew's podcast, Orthodoxy and Heterodoxy, really uh, settled a lot of that chaos. Yeah. You know, I probably listened to that entire series two or three times. And then nice. particular episodes, maybe even more times than that. You know, just right. look, thinking through the Protestant Reformation. Right. and well, Anyways, then. I know he was on this podcast, you know, and, and I listened to it. And so I just, you know, if you're listening, Father Andrew, thank you. That was an amazing podcast. Thank you for that. What's cool, though, with all
1: that is he was not setting out to, like, diss anybody or anything. He just simply wanted to explain other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And and so that podcast began with him explaining other people's perspectives to Orthodox people. Mm-hmm. And it, it was popular enough to turn it into a book, and then they revised the book, which I highly recommend. Have, have you checked out the book at all, or the second I, edition in particular? I, I haven't
2: read the book. You know, I, I probably should, but I, I listen to the podcast so many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I so, should probably read the book. I'm so thinking. here's why I recommend yeah. the book, though, yeah.
1: even to you is is that so the second edition of the book, which is like almost twice the size as the first edition. Um, he ran everything by people who actually believe the things he's discussing. Hmm. They critiqued things, they complimented things, they really helped him understand things better. And he reworked it so that it would not be written primarily to orthodox people, but that it would be written to a broad audience from an orthodox perspective. Gotcha. I've been I've been working my way through it. I'm about a third of the way through and I think it's a phenomenal book. Nice. So, so we, we did... Uh, allude to hip hop quite a few times, maybe spent a good amount of time on hip hop. Do you have any hip hop pet peeves and or comments on where hip hop is
2: today? Uh, So yes, I definitely have a pet peeve. I think you even brought it up earlier. It's the mumble rap. I guess Uh, that's what you would call it. The new, I don't even call it rap. So it I don't know. Just it's us call it the mumble. Just content wise, <laughs> it's so terrible. Skill wise, yeah. there is no skill. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. You know, I really like the way that, uh, I think it might have been drop, drop draw. Yeah. I think yeah. he answered the question saying hip hop is the best it's ever been. Oh, <laughs> can we pause real quick? I gotta go peace on that.
1: I do too. Okay,
2: can we pause?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how to pause it. Oh, dying. Okay.
5: plan to break the locks on the gate to get in the skin-a-land. It was a quarter past curfew. A few knew of our whereabouts, about to carry out the, the sabotage. sabotage. Pace Kavanaugh brought the camouflage to erase identity into the infamous Ted Jones with a full blown blueprint of the park's layout. Marked with escape routes and watchdogs to take out. the otherwise known as Ajax, Red had a backpack full of Agent Orange. Glad to be together and undercover of night. We have no time to waste. Parks direct bombs to light. Okay, we have our plan of attack, we have our missions, we have the escape routes. Dr. Blue, are you prepared? Prepared and ready. Agent Orange, our bomb's ready for detonation. Bombs are ready for detonation. Okay, we've been trained for this, we're prepared, we know what we're doing. Take your positions, let's do this. The aerosol carousel Will be our point of rendezvous Synchronized Watch a lock com links to channel 2 Dr. Blue, do you copy? Roger, Dr. Blue Code Red, do you copy? Roger, Code Red Agent Orange, do you copy? Roger, Agent Orange The contact is clean Com links clear over We disperse personnel To hit personal Personal targets Each win is own way To get the secret mission started My intuition took me to mistakes Kissing blue I rode the emotional roller coaster Just to straighten out the loops And I rode the boat On my trip to Eagle Falls The speakers came alive alive, with the 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 seekers Yes. All to to the the beach, hurray, hurry, step your, right up sea, sea, Come one, come all To the exciting world of Scandaland Where you plan to land your soul To indulge in your desires Ride your emotions And don't miss the Mistakes kissing booth Just for a quarter And take a trip over to Ego Falls All for the low, low price Of your soul, then your life I caught him up rocking, pop locking, beatboxing My philosophy, this can't be my dream for a
3: quarter, place your quarter for a kiss Mistakes will take
5: you there I said where's there,
3: it's anywhere you want to be. Now come plant your family tree right here inside the park I felt a spark like my heart, I was consumed by lust Now you the man, homie, so take a hand and lead the way There's so much that she can show you, so many games y'all can play
5: In an instant, this hope uprooted my resistance Should I risk it or to gamble for a slice of paradise? any girl inside my store, your I know you can't you afford way. With mistakes, I can't, it I, can't it I can't take it anymore Hooray, hooray, step right up Come one, come all to the exciting world of Scandaland where you plan to lend your soul To indulge in your desires Ride your emotions And don't miss the mistakes kissing booth Just for 25 cents Take a trip over to Ego Falls All for the low, low price of your soul than your life There's something inside telling me I shouldn't have hopped it But I got overcome by excitement It's too late, I can't stop it I'll to the heights of happiness Then dip down to the depths of despair in the cavern of depression Can't stay here, yo guys, where you at? With mistakes, I can't take Neither it anymore, we will have to resort to mission abort. Uh, I stepped into the log, and floated through sweet sceneries of compliments that sent gas in my ego, which rose above plateaus and mountains, I was looking down at all. Agent Orange, emergency detonation, I reached for my backpack in frustration, then I pulled the trigger to make it smartest for this entire nation. Cold Red fell prey to the kiss of mistakes, Dr. Blue rendezvoused with a fatal heartache. Agent old drowned, but not before setting detonation. So the mission was completed, us in Scandaland deleted. Code red fell prey to the kiss of mistake. Dr. Blue rendezvous with a fatal heartache. And Agent old whole ground without before setting detonation. So the mission was completed, us in Scandaland deleted. Oh
2: man. It was like uh, critical mass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, we just took a bathroom break. Um, I don't even know where we left off. This is going to get edited. Um, and it's not going to be edited well. There's no way to do it at this point. Um, we're talking about hip-hop pet peeves? Yes.
2: <laughs> How I believe about the current state of hip-hop? Yeah. I was kind of intrigued by what Drop Jaw Drop said on one of your prior podcasts. And that it's yeah. the best state that it's ever been. I don't know that I'd go that far, but I, I would tend to agree with that sentiment. And what right. I mean by that is that you just got to know where to find it. You have to look for it, okay. but there are still MCs out there making great, skilled, artistic music. Right. Um, you just got to go digging for them and, and uh, you know, just a couple of people who, who I'll mention who I found. Uh, there's a guy, I think he's from Philly, his name is Mad Squabbles. Look, okay. that guy is like amazing. I like the name. There is a female rapper out of New York. I don't know, you know, where exactly from. Latasha Alcindor. She makes great music. Um, there's somebody who, you know, who I've known, who's making great music. One of my favorite rappers. And that's Propaganda. Um, oh he's, yeah. You know, from from the Tunnel Rats, and I mean his his album, his last several albums are just top notch. <laughs> Oh
6: From falling apart, flesh. Uh, liquid lace lung, then flim swims inside his chest. Uh, blood test positive, odds of finding a spouse minimal. HIV be clipping the wings of an ex-criminal. Stage four surgery won't make a difference. Call a family. Hoping and hope, let me know how it goes. And ends on with a broken nose. Your bones will give up, but you better not though. The real you is permanent with a perfected purpose. Treasuring clay vessels, don't let this body fool you. Woman found the power to push out of her a human. Seven miscarriages carrying planted on. Left hip. You are more than your bones if you don't know that. Get it. Yeah. Don't you stop now, baby. Show your fight now, baby. You're an Olympia, baby. You can't quit now. You want peace? Well, that means war. Don't lose heart in what you fight for. You want strength? Well, that means pain. Now it's you again. knees bleeding like i don't believe you standing in a mirror like boy that team needs you and a torn up bikinis getting that squad to the playoffs and the docs say that six months your legs you gotta stay off and he can't shake them headaches detoxing her oxycodone, he shivers and he quakes and she ain't got retirement a lifelong wage worker hates her environment and i don't blame her but hold on Means war, don't lose heart in what you fight for. You want strength, well, that means pay. Now it's you against everything. Did you hear me?
2: You know his most recent album is amazing i think it's called crooked but okay. the album before that called crimson chord might be one of my favorite rap Real. albums in a very 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 long time his new his new record don't get me wrong i just haven't listened to it that much yet maybe like right. one time through um but that crimson chord you know and again you know theologically i probably don't agree with some of it. But who sure. cares i mean sure. it's just a great artistic skilled i mean it's it's a true album Conceptually, yeah. from front to back, it's it's cohesive in a, in a in a story that he's not a story. I, I don't know. It's well, Crimson Cord by Propaganda. Great yeah. album. Well, and,
1: and and that's the thing for me. Like my thinking on that has evolved. Years ago, mm-hmm. when we met, even though I didn't want to call myself a Christian rapper, let's face it, I was a Christian rapper, mm-hmm. and I had theological content in in my music. Where I am right now is like. I don't really care where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I want you to do your artistry. Yeah. And like you do you, I'll do me. Yeah. Uh, Now, as far as on my own record, I'm a little a little stingier about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I at least ask my guys not to cuss. Yeah. Um, And there were a couple lyrics as like guest spots were rolling in where. I Ran them by a couple of priests. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? Which uh, yeah. they didn't know what to do with that. What they've never <laughs> been sent rap lyrics before right, right, to right. ask a perspective on, but <laughs> but yeah, so like you know, if if propaganda is coming from a particular perspective, like that's that's his thing, yeah. And really, when it comes down to art, that's the first question, yeah, yep, is yeah. it fresh, right?
2: Right, right, yeah, and it. it, it. Definitely is, yeah, it's good stuff.
1: So now, you you have done a little work on this though, right? Yeah, yeah. Not just as a fan, you actually have something out there.
2: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so, um, you know. Th- or did and, and, I interrupt you? No, 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 <laughs> no that, that's, that's totally right. So, you know, I, I haven't really, you know, done much in the rap world in quite some time. But <clears throat> on Facebook, there was a, a video going around. It was a cipher of these new new popular rappers. It just on an artistic level was so offensive to me the mm. content wasn't offensive because I didn't right. know what the heck they were saying you just can't <laughs> understand it and that makes me sound like I'm like 80 years old but like it's yeah. I don't know it's just it was just horrific Yeah. I was so offended I actually felt like a call to action and so wow. uh, you know I didn't take a not like I went on some crusade or anything but I created a couple of social you know I, I created a Twitter account and a, and a Facebook account and it's called uh, Beats, Rhymes, Cuts. I guess it would be at Beats, Rhymes, Cuts. Nice. And the intention was just to go find, go out and just find on the internet who's making good quality yeah. rap music. Yeah. And then just promote them. Not, and there's no, nothing monetary involved. It's just, I just wanna go find who's good. Yeah. Does good stuff still exist, number one? <laughs> and it does, and I found it, and it's amazing. Thank and, God. Uh, you know, and that's some of, the, some of the artists that I mentioned who I don't even know, I know propaganda personally, but I don't know Mad Squabbles or Latasha sure. Alcindor, they're, yeah. they're just really, really good at what they do, and, 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 and me finding them wasn't because I wanted for my own listening pleasure to find something good, it was a reaction against
1: yeah.
2: this heinous garbage yeah. that is out there, which I don't even consider hip-hop, you know, so right. the state of hip-hop I think is great, because that crap isn't hip-hop. So yeah. you just it's just harder to find now, maybe.
1: Yeah, so I, I got a quick story to share on that. A good buddy of mine, he's a beat maker in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. He did an artist showcase that I went to in Miami a couple weeks ago. And they had all these producers getting showcased, and it was really cool. And then they decided to put three rappers up there just to wrap up the night. Mm -hmm. That was not an intended pun. Uh, The first two rappers were guys and rapped over their own vocals. And their vocals weren't (laughs) even very good. I was getting agitated. I'm not used to being the best rapper in the building. Let's just be honest. I'm not used to that. I like what I rap but I don't pretend to be the best. I know when you're a rapper, you're supposed to say you're the best. <laughs> I'm not the best, but I like what I do and it's different than what anybody else does. But I was like, dang it. I want to take the microphone and diss these guys. Like I got that battle rap feeling. Mm-hmm. And the two guys got off stage and then this this girl got on stage and she killed it and redeemed the whole night. Oh, nice. And I went up and I shook her hand <laughs> And I said, I'm so grateful that there is an MC in this building. Yeah. And it, oh my gosh, like I definitely, I I can't remember her name. I've I've got it saved in my iPhone.
2: Yeah, rapping over vocals. I, I mean, that's we, not okay. We could all just, if we wanted to see somebody perform or like make the motions physically for their yeah. music, we just watch a music video music or video, something. you know. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, okay, it's cool. If you're the
1: only rapper getting up there and you want to put some background vocals or something, Key like dubs, that's yeah, one thing.
2: Mm-hmm. But to, like, yeah,
1: just don't rap over your own. That's all I've got to say.
2: Come on, man. We're just, <laughs> we're old guys, man. We're, we're old fuddy duddies, man. That's, that's, that's the way it goes now. You just rap over your CD. <laughs> What, over your CDF. Yeah. Yeah. get the one with like the yeah. skip protection. <laughs> yeah. You
1: jump around too much. Oh you yeah, know. CD. See, I, I, that's perfect, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, CD. We that, over was a CD. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, totally a joke. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so we covered we covered a lot of good stuff. Uh, have Have you been lately listening to a podcast or reading a book that? Someone out there might benefit from, especially someone from a non-religious perspective.
2: Oh man, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and and I listen to them in one point five speed. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, yeah. But you know, I listen to a lot of finance podcasts these days. Just you know, trying okay. to prepare for that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, trying to think of what the, what a good oh adventures in finance that's a good one. Uh, right. This. I don't know, you know, that's what I like, you know. Okay. Um, but no, fi-
1: finance is good, and this country is terrible at finance. Yes,
2: yeah, 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 so I want to kind of be up to speed on what's going on, but you know, I, I like to keep up on the news, there's a, a Wall Street Journal podcast, um, but then, and, you know, and I don't want to just, I listen to a lot of uh, faith-based podcasts, you know, from, in particular, from the Ancient Faith Radio, what's you one? know, kind of station of podcasts.
1: And, and for the listener, um, I mean, you can find their stuff on um, iTunes and all the things, probably. But if you want to find it on your browser, it's ancientfaith.com. Yeah. And that'll take you to, gosh, I mean, there's probably more than 100 podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I'll, I'll, crazy.
2: I'll tell you a specific one, one that I've been listening to for a long time. And it's like four minutes per podcast, and it's daily. And it's by Abbott Trefon. The podcast oh, yeah. is called uh, The Morning Offering. I mean, you know, if if regardless of what faith tradition you're from. I mean, there's just beautiful nuggets of I don't even know how to what word to describe it. It's just great, you know, like I said little 4 or 5 minute podcast of just wisdom and and you know, I don't know the right word to describe it. Yeah. Just like soul watering you know just like waters your soul i don't know that's kind of corny but i don't know i really recommend that podcast um there's a newer one that i really like i I want to say real fast
1: uh shout out to my buddy luke uh luke news month um he just went there this past weekend Uh and uh, i spent some time with them a year or two ago at their house and he and his wife are just have become dear friends of mine and he went there and was texting me throughout the weekend saying Uh Special grace at this monastery. I'm praying yeah. for you, and I was just very grateful that oh, he was even bothering to think of me. And Abbot Trifon looks like Gandalf, <laughs> and from I'm told by people that have been there that he owns the Gandalf thing. Really? And like if you go in his office or whatever, he has like yeah. Gandalf paraphernalia. I don't know <laughs> if it was like gifts or he just yeah. But I totally get a kick oh, out of it. So. Oh, that's anyway, great. Sorry, He's, keep going. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's just a sweet man. I mean, I've never met him, but I don't even I don't even know him from his podcast. But, I mean, he could tell you a story about his cat, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's <true>. amazing. That's <laughs> you true. know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. So, I don't know. I recommend that's that fun. one, regardless of what your it's beliefs are. It's good stuff. Seriously. So.
1: What is your favorite rap song of all time, which is hard to narrow down, but just think of a game changer?
2: Okay. This is a song by freestyle fellowship uh, yeah. it's called the seventh seal and it's uh, micah nine is the one who raps it yeah this song came out in 1991 who knows when he is rapped it, it? Old? yes this song is so far ahead of its Holy time cow! the innovation and in the content the song um, i'm saying too much about it, it it's just it he's Rapping about, I guess, his interpretation of the Book of Revelation when the seventh seal is opened. So I don't glean any theological knowledge <laughs> from this song, but when you hear the skill of and and the way these thoughts are put together, I don't know, man. Just that—that's the song, seventh Seal" by Freestyle Fellowship. Mike and Nine is the member of Freestyle Fellowship who raps it, and it's—that's dope. It—you know, there are many songs I could have chosen, but for me, given the time in history when that was released so it was like I didn't realize it was that old it was like alien yeah it's crazy so anyways that's my song sorry long winded answer but that's it
1: that is a game changer yeah Jason thanks for being on the podcast please check out bruisebeards.com if you want to share this with anybody Uh, give us a five star rating on iTunes because that helps other people find it and of course summerofthecicadas.com and then you can find Royal Ruckus at Royal Ruckus or at Royal Ruckus Official. I'm not going to tell you what. You just to figure it out. That's it for tonight. Do you have any, any last things to say? No, oh
2: man. Thanks for having me. It's been fun catching up and talking. And yeah, thanks a lot. I'm really glad we did
1: this.
8: It is terrible in the flames, miracles never claim Captive, devious, dupious, dupies, doomed, damned in hell forever Jump back, you crack-wrack pepper, Suffer heavy consequences in the harsher marsh Environmental blend, your wrinkled a up rear Intense thin to bubble like plasma, amoeba, placebo, black rainfall. Fall, searing us all as I talk all Thou not knoweth, ye hath been betrayed, was whacked and rattled in a hurry A scurries hurry, don't worry, be afraid for your soul Phonetic measures of rhythmic units, another mindless, timeless, shine, Beacon brilliant commentary. Streaks intuitive to the most minute to of your physiology and anatomical function, conjunction, junction. junction. Your life energy will invigorate every new The Fragments of stagnant flows. And attempts the stand juxtapose The spiritual of spiritual to tribe to tribe transferring And roses, blades, and sun splendor Immortality vendor, immorality Reality, alley Oddity oddity. oddity, Time allocated, determined life itself I stab myself, I stand, myself I shuffle and ship-shave, rave, I'm grabbed by elves Dragging me, gagging me, to middle-earth Visions, spectral analysis Brass palaces, lustrous halls of untold gold